When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, Herd. How are you? Kevin Goatee here, your old pal gutting the sacred cow. Boy, oh boy. We are now taking on a new franchise as Dan Bova from Entrepreneur.com has decided to attack Tom Cruise in the hallowed Mission Impossible franchise by going after Mission Impossible 1. Before we get to it, don't forget... GuttingTheSacredCow.com, GuttingTheSacredCow at gmail.com if you wish to advertise with us. And GTSC Podcast Twitter, give us a follow, subscribe to us on YouTube. And just a little heads up, I had some issues with my audio. I couldn't figure out what the problem was. Don't worry, future episodes, we fixed it. But for this episode, I'm going to sound like I'm in a, in a box. So, sorry about that. And without further ado, Dan Bova taking on Mission Impossible. Gather around, here's what I know It's just that this cow has got to go I know some people kinda like it, yeah, it's trending right now Yeah, it doesn't matter cause we're gutting the sacred this pen is Kevin Israel. Name that film. No idea. <laughs> Our guest today is Dan Bova. Dan, any idea what film that is from? Wait, is is that uh uh fucking the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio where he was? What's his oh, name? That, is that Wolf of Wall Street? Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. It is no, it is not. Oh, that's the only quote I know with a pen where he says, "Try to sell me this pen." Yeah. yeah. He goes, hey, write me your name. Oh, you need a pen. No, that film is from a little film that you love, Kevin Israel, which I'm very surprised you did not get, called Liar Liar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Now, I've listened to a couple of your podcasts. Does, do you ever get the, the, the quote? <laughs> I'd say I'd say I'm about I'm about like one for three. Okay, I'm, I'm probably bad. Yeah, it's about thirty-three percent. Those ones. There's usually yeah. a moment of silence, and then you're like, recently, know. recently, like the last four I've gotten, and then this. Uh, now I'm on a now I'm on a, a losing streak. You have I, no idea how hard that made me almost piss my pants. <laughs> the, I mean, Dan is our first time guest at Dan Boba, uh, a friend of Bill Schultz, and Dan just comes out and goes, "Yeah, I heard a few of your podcasts. Do you ever get a quote right? That was." <laughs> and I wish now, I could say the gag is that I always just intentionally blow it, and that's just the running, like the running right, gag. Right. Sure, but it's sure, not. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Welcome to another episode of Gutting the Sacred Cow, where Kevin Israel does not get the quote. Today, Dan Bova has joined us. Dan, what are you up to? Tell the fine folks what, uh, where we can find you, what you're up to, and all that good stuff. Oh, I'm uh, over at entrepreneur.com, which sounds boring, but it's not. Uh, I get to talk to people like you guys who are like doing all kinds of cool stuff. Maybe you'll even be on my podcast, which is called Get a Real Job, where I hey. get to talk to people who do all kinds of fun, weird things, which I think you guys kind of do. We do. Uh, our day jobs are corporate America, which really are fucking shit. But well, <laughs> Kevin likes his. I don't like mine. But yeah, we I, don't, I don't really work in corporate America, but I do work in an office. So oh, there's that. So you do work out. Look at those guns. Well, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's been it's been a it's good, uh, for show, a good no go. It's been a good winter. Just <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Uh, Dan has chosen a film that I'm surprised no one has tried tackling, or at least one of the other of the franchise, and that is 1996's Mission Impossible, a budget of 80 million dollars, a box office gross of 176 million dollars. Turn that into 2022 money, $145.3 million budget. That is a lot. Yeah, that's huge. We're almost at Marvel money there, Kevin, yeah. for the budget. Wow. And, a, and a box office haul of 319.6 in today's money. So it made money, but it, did, it only, made, no, only, yeah. only made only made double its, uh, its ROI, which I'm surprised because everyone loved this. Well, did it's they? Amazing or, that there were, were there were seven more. <laughs> Uh, there are there are seven with two forthcoming. She's, that's amazing. IMDb, as we know, is a scale one through ten with decimal points. Hey Dan, what do you think that Mission Impossible scored on that IMDb scale? Oh man, uh, I'm gonna tip my tip my whatever you tip when you're giving away a waiter about a movie that uh, uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, uh, since so many people, I'm gonna go like, like six point seven. Kevin Israel. No, I think it's I think it's definitely higher than that. I'm gonna go eight three. Seven one. Uh, does I uh, win? Um yes, you win. Yeah, you're close. <laughs> your trophy you get, is in the mail. You, oh, get, awesome. you get to have us on your podcast. That's what you win. Beautiful. <laughs> Ron Ron Tomatoes score one through one hundred. Critics score, Kevin Israel. What do you think the critics gave this film? 80 flat. 80. Dan Bova. I'm going to go critics. I don't, I don't think they loved it. I'm going to go 70. 66. Yeah, you know what? As soon as I said 80, I was like, that's the wrong guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Audience score, Dan Bova. What do you think the audience gave it on the old tomato meter? So I think the, the, the people, the commoners, the stupid people liked it more than the critics. So I'm going to say the uh, 79. Kevin Israel? Yeah, I'm going to go back up. I'm going to go 83. 71. Why, do there, why are there eight of these movies? <laughs> I, I have my answer. Here you go. Because they made money. Yes, but I, I have my answer. In, I have my answer in my notes. Quotes? There aren't many. I have nope. one. I have one. I have one, and this irked me. Asa lasagna, don't get any Anya. My question... <laughs> My question is, wait, I know, which elementary school playground did this writer lift that from? 
Who the fuck says that? No uh, one ever. Uh, uh, Kevin, any qu- any quotes come out? You know, it's funny because I was taking notes as I was watching it, and then I, the movie ended, and I was like, I didn't write down a like. Usually, like they'll say something, I'll be like, oh, there's one. I by the the movie ended, and I was like, there was nothing quotable in this movie. I, I, I really love the, the obvious one, of course, but let's see if Dan has one for us. Oh, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Well, uh, I mean, there, there's the obvious one. The quote should have been, wait, you're really the bad guy? That should have been the quote <laughs> in the movie, uh, which happens like 13 times in the movie. Uh, this mission, should you choose to accept Man. it? Is that, the, is that the acceptable quote sure, here? Sure. We'll go with that. Five fun facts. Five fun facts, 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 five fun facts. While filming the famous scene where Tom Cruise drops from the ceiling and hovers inches above the ground, Cruise's head kept hitting the floor until he got the idea to put coins in his shoes for balance. So, <laughs> And it only needed to be two dimes, a nickel, and a penny because he weighs 18 pounds. I was going to say, and although there's coins in his shoes, he's managed to reach the greatest heights of five foot five and a half. <laughs> hey, that's not funny. Sure it is. If you're 12 years old, like, maybe I'll get older and get taller. Yeah, some of us don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tom Cruise and Muggsy Bogues and a lot of women. Can I just say, implore the producers to release the the cut of his head bonking into the floor? Like, how <laughs> fucking amazing would that be? And as per our rule in this podcast, if you want to release bloopers, they must be accompanied with the score of Yakety Sax. That's my <laughs> yes. He was in um, uh, The Mummy, and there's a scene where he's supposed to be in a plane that's crashing, and when they released the first trailer, something got fucked up, and they released it with the audio that wasn't doctored, and it's just him, like, yelling as himself, <laughs> but there's no other noise, and it's him just going, ah, uh, ah, uh, it's so horrible, <laughs> and they had to immediately pull the trailer and, and reach uh, the <laughs> That's beautiful. Oh that's, God, that's that's also sounds like, I think, what Kevin Israel's orgasms sound like as well. <laughs> ah, oh, ah, no, it's just, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God, already? <laughs> Again? Yeah. <laughs> American Pie. Uh, number, number two, this one, there are a few fun facts in here. I really got a kick out of this one. Number two, this is the only Mission Impossible film where Ethan Hunt doesn't fire a gun and are the only one not to have a shootout or a gunfight. That's in my notes. <laughs> oh, Number three, this has to be the motherfucker of all fun facts. This was the last movie ever released by a major studio to be distributed on Betamax. <laughs> 96, guys. 1996. There's I don't even know what Betamax looks like. Well, did, uh, I was wondering, is that what when you know when he, when the the stewardess is coming around with the movies? Did she? Oh, were those Betamax? Betamax? No, 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 no. Betamax were bigger than VHS, guys. Betamax, were like a large, real large paperback, or even like a, a Bible. You know, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Number four, according to Martin Landau, by the way, in the original TV series, in an earlier treatment, the original plan was to bring back the entire cast of the television series. Just to kill them all off in the first act. <laughs> that would have been. They should have done that. They should have done that. And why wouldn't he want to do that? He'd get paid for like three days of work. I mean, three. Be- How about one? Yeah, yeah, true. 
Want to take a guess? This is your this is your wheelhouse, Kevin Israel. Want to take a guess on who was considered for the role of Ethan Hunt, and then also for Jim Phelps, the number of one, two, three, four, five, six, six guys for Ethan Hunt. I'll give clues, of course. One, two, three, four. Wait, one, two, three, four. Sorry, right. One, two, three, four, five, six. Four out of the six, actually five out of the six, are megastars. Well, let's see. Stallone? No. Schwarzenegger? No. Mel Gibson? One. You can't have a fucking jacked up Ethan Hunt character. Ah, Bruce Willis? Two. Um, I'm just going through all the... Uh, What's his name? Keanu. Was Keanu old enough at that point? Keanu Reeves? I mean, he did three years later was the Matrix. So old enough, but no, not in it. Um what other what other action stars were there? I'll give you like a not like a Pacino or something like that, I hope. Well, he was he was considered he was considered for the role of Jim Phelps. So Yeah, I could see I could see that. Right. Two Mm -hmm. so so the other three Let's. One was an action star. Two, uh, yeah, two are action stars, and one not at all. I don't get it. Seagal? Uh, no, I wish. Close. <laughs> too much. Too much. Do you think Brian De Palma would put Steven Seagal in any of his films? Yeah, no. <laughs> all right. Um, Ray Fine was the one that I'm like, what? Ray Fine? No, thank you. Nicholas Cage. Oh, uh, that's um, yeah. That's that would have been a very different movie. Ready? Your mission. <laughs> Should you choose to accept it where he shakes his hand? That's my gone in 60 seconds move. And this guy turned down the role because he wanted to work on the film One Fine Day, George Clooney. Now, I read another guy that you didn't mention. There's one more. Oh, okay. This This guy had a late 90s resurgence. John Travolta. I heard an even different guy. Okay, share with us. In the Steven Seagal wheelhouse. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yes. Yeah! (laughs) Now, imagine a world where he was, you know, let's go, Jean-Claude turned it down, so now we'll go to Tom Cruise. Like, that's the world we lived in. (laughs) Jean-Claude said, I can't do this film because I'm too busy making double team with Dennis Rodman. Right, exactly. Kevin, you're was muted. double team was double team the one where he has the, the twin? No, that's double impact. That movie has the creepiest sex scene of all time. <laughs> I love it. All right, so for Jim Phelps, I said Pacino is one. The other two are, I mean, they're Hollywood fucking royalty. Jack Nicholson. No, yeah. but the, but but that vein for sure. Any guesses? No, I got nothing. I think this came out the same year, so it might have been why he said no. Robert Redford also did Sneakers, a spy huh. film. He would have been yeah. fun. He would have been great, yeah. yeah he would have been great, right. yeah. Yep. And Michael Douglas. He would have I. Yeah, he would have been good, too. I want to eat your pussy, but I don't want to get HPV, so thank you. <laughs> 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 So Pacino, Douglas, and Redford for Jim Phelps, Clooney, Bruce Willis, Travolta, Cage, Ray Fine, Mel Gibson for the role. Everybody in Hollywood got offered this movie. 
Yeah. <laughs> Except Will Smith and any other, you know, black people, I guess. <laughs> Which, whatever. <laughs> Next. Uh, that's it for five fun facts. And, uh, well, Kevin Israel. Dan is, again, I'm very curious to hear his arguments. So why, why keep this man waiting? So let's have Dan come here and guts the, the sacred cow. cow. Wow, that was great, guys. Yeah. <laughs> that was a bad one. That was a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> Fix it in post. Whoops. <laughs> well, I just want to start by saying, asking one question, which is, who the hell am I? I've never made a big billion-dollar action franchise, so, and I don't hate anything except maybe Bill Schultz, but... <laughs> well, he wins. That's it. Episode over. <laughs> Dan didn't come on to gut Mission Impossible. He uh, came I'm... on to gut the sacred Schultz. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> hilarious. This movie to me, so I learned that there were five writers on this movie, which comes as a shock to no one who has seen it because it's, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like that Little Rascals episode where they bake the cake and they're throwing all this weird stuff in it. You know what I'm talking about? There's like a shoe <laughs> and a, a mousetrap and there's all kinds of interesting things in it, but it comes together into like a kind of disgusting cake. Like it just doesn't doesn't make a cake so this this movie has some incredible iconic moments but the plot is just like what what is happening uh it's got what i call b bspt bullshit plot twists there's just plot twists to have plot twists um right out of the gate in the in the in the first like introduction of all these people they're like conning this guy into uh, giving them some information. He's in the seedy hotel room and Tom Cruise comes in and he's, he's got the mask on and he tricks him into speaking, but then he rips off his mask and uh, reveals himself to be Tom Cruise with perfectly coiffed hair. Um, and not only does it rip off the mask, then the walls of the hotel room pull away and they're really in the middle of a, a, a warehouse, which makes like, what did the guy think he was walking into and why does that why does that mean anything? It was just like a plot twist just because, oh, look, that was fun. Um, and what I love what we were talking about, the, the VHS tape, what I love about this movie so much of it is is it's so in the 90s. So it's kind of fun to watch like what their idea of like high tech was. And so uh, and it's definitely pre 9-11 because they, they hand him a tape with the mission and then it like explodes on the plane and no one like blinks and that's fine. Um, but the most there's a lot of implausible moments in this movie. But really, to me, the most implausible moment is in the initial team meeting where they're, we're just getting to know them. And Tom Cruise is trying to act like a human being and he's making a joke about how bad the coffee is and he and he's he's got that crazy like tom cruise energy he's like yeah this this coffee's terrible can we get some good coffee am i right you know his eyes are like flashing and his he's just like so over the top about it so tom cruise is a great action star but like not really human um i <laughs> There's, there's just a lot of dumb things like Emilio Estevez, who has an uncredited role in this. Um, but God bless him. He's got that amazing quote that you gave earlier. 
but uh, he's hacking from inside this uh, party. But for some reason, he's doing it on top of an elevator. I don't really know why he had to be on top of the elevator. I know he's hacking <laughs> things, but he's on top of the elevator. That's where the computer stuff was. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, do, I do need to preface this that I'm not the brightest person in the world, and there's a lot of twists and turns, so maybe there's just stuff I didn't get. But this elevator shaft also has these spikes that come down for some reason, as I guess all elevator shafts do. And he eventually meets his doom. And I'm sorry if I'm spoiling things for people. <laughs> uh, no, we're, 20, we're way past spoilers. <laughs> 26 after 26 years after the fact, I think it's open to open season. Okay. All right. Public um, domain. <laughs> one of the things that, uh, so one of the things that I liked initially is that he's not like a superhero, like Tom Cruise, like fails at things. He, he can't get to everywhere he needs to be in time. Um, but there's all these like, you know, that initial like prog uh, bombs going off and all that kind of stuff. And then he's he's seen as the enemy. He kind of like sort of escapes from things. And then he just kind of like walks away like the police are coming to get him. And then he like jumps over a fence and then that's it. He's like he's in the clear. Now he just like walks down the street and no one bothers him. And he goes to this place where there's the world's biggest fish tank on earth um <laughs> and he explodes <laughs> and floods like it, the entire city of prague from this one uh from this one fish tank uh which i thought was pretty pretty amazing um some other implausible things he's like he's kicked out of the imf but yet he still has access to like their database and he's still like sending emails from them which i loved like all the the animations of like oh you son of a bitch (laughs) (laughs) so so beautiful um then you know he goes to see the bat oh you know i I failed to mention that the knock list that's what the whole thing is about which i failed to mention it because it seems so unimportant uh to the whole movie which i think is a big failure of the movie is like you don't even know why they care so much because They've got a list of all the spies aliases, but they don't have the list of their real names. But if you've got the list of their aliases, don't you know who they are? Like the, the spies are walking around with his real name is walking around with his alias. So you kind of know who he is anyway. So I didn't really understand that. Um, but let's jump ahead to the iconic vault break in scene. Yes. Which is truly iconic. Uh Super cool. I'll give it that. But there's some problems with it. Uh, They kind of explain how delicate all of the um, all the features in it. A a drop of sweat will set off detectors if it goes if the temperature goes up a single degree. You know, uh, all of the security will come charging in. So then we see the guy, uh, the sort of bureaucrat guy who keeps wandering in and out of there for some reason. He like goes through all the security members, sits down, and then he's like, oh, it's my coffee break. And he gets back up. But she poisoned him. She, she put something in his drink. You didn't see that? But, well, but he goes in first. He sits down, puts his newspaper down, and then he like looks at his watch and it says, oh, it's my lunch break. And then he walks back out. So then he comes back in. As you say, he's poisoned. And he pukes his guts out and no alarms or anything go off. Uh, you know, if there's a drop of sweat, there'll be alarms going off. But he can like puke his guts out several times into a trash can. No big deal. 
Wait, he's in another. He's uh, in the bathroom when he's doing that. He's in the same office. No, he he, he threw first, up in there. He threw up he in the up vault. In, no, 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 no. The measures are activated when he checks out of the door. That's why none of that shit mattered. Because that happened because he when you left when everything goes red. That's when the security measures are turned on. When he's in there, he can do whatever the fuck he wants to do. Okay, all right. So I stand by. Uh, I'm going to use my idiot card there. I uh, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I love the nerd glasses goatee just put on. He's like, actually, sir. Um, <laughs> I thought he knows that we're thirteen volts. <laughs> I had the I had the manual right here, guys. I know exactly <laughs> what the levels are that set off the the uh, the alarms or not. The Colossus seventy nine is known to be <laughs> sensitive only when its user is exterior. <laughs> That's the name of my pocket pussy. How did you know? <laughs> so my question is, it's got all these safety features except a video camera. There's no way to see into this vault to see a, a man hanging from the ceiling. But uh, it's got every other way to detect that a human being is in there except the thing that's in every like bodega in America, which is just <laughs> a camera attached to the wall. So uh, fine. Um all right, so let's jump ahead a little bit again. So, uh, Jean Reno, is that how you say his name? G- uh, Jean Reno, as we say in America. Jean Reno. Okay. Jean Reno, yeah. <laughs> so he turns out to be a bad guy, but we didn't know that. Uh, and then <laughs> Tom Cruise, like, there's a scene where he sort of turns into David Blaine for a second, and he's making, like, the, the, the disc that they just stole. He keeps making it disappear, <laughs> doing all these magic acts. And, like, if... If Gene Reno was uh, <laughs> the bad guy, why didn't he just shoot him? Like, did he think he really like made the disc disappear? He's like just like doing sleight of hand tricks. He's in the room with them. Just shoot him and take the disc. But he's like, no, I'm going to use a helicopter to steal this off a train later. That's going to be the better way to do this rather than just shoot the guy who's standing three feet away from me. Uh, you know. I love the the masks in this movie. Uh, simultaneously, the greatest and worst technology on earth. They they look so terrible, but yet they move perfectly with his face, and somehow are so perfectly easy to remove. And as I said, Cruz's beautiful hair is every every strand is in place uh so i kind of love if that you think the mask and i and again I, this is not part of your argument i'm just saying this is an aside if you think the masks are off the wall here wait till you get to the later installments of this franchise well kevin this was a one and done for me i know that <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure that. detecting i wasn't uh i wasn't a huge huge fan of it you don't um, say <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I don't want to I don't want to bore you and keep going on and on. But I feel like uh, so so the helicopter in the tunnel, I thought was I mean, it was cool. It was a visual thing. It was fun to watch. But I just love how <laughs> he plants a bomb on it uh, that manages to kill everyone. But he knows it's going to blow him with force so he could catch on to the speeding train uh a little in impo- mission implausible i would <laughs> okay uh anything else that i have to say i i just i i, I want to know what you thought um i i i i thought there were, as i said i thought there were moments of fun uh but it really just seemed like and it turns out this was true it seemed like they had a couple of ideas for some like action sequences and then just tried to stitch it together and there was zero plot 
So Tom Cruise, I'm sorry, you never work in this town again. <laughs> Dan, give me a number one to ten. Uh, with one being the lowest. Yes, as usually one to ten scores do go. All right, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a three. Whoa, yes, that's some hate. That's some hatred. Kevin, we forgot to do our favorite subject or topic. Excuse me. That is ask a gutter. I didn't want to interrupt you. You were really on a roll with the I, whole. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I forgot the second point in and go, oh, shit. I didn't put it on my, on my list here. So, Dan, this is where our guests and you saw you saw us on Twitter today where we ask our guests, uh, have us ask you questions about your oh. choice of film. Ask a gutter. Ask a gutter. Ask a gutter. Ask a gutter. So uh, let's start off with at Newark Knight, Brandon Oglesby. For Mission Impossible, has the franchise gotten better or worse over the years? Uh, he, that's a no. That's an NA because Dan says he's one and done. If you've seen the original shows, what was better, Mission Impossible or I Spy? Oh, I mean the original show, the Mission Impossible was great. I mean, I love, I love, I love. Uh, I love I, I can suspend disbelief. And I actually like the fact, as I said, that he wasn't until the end turned into like some unkillable superhero that can always thwart everything that's in his way that he actually like fails once or twice. Cause once you turn into like a fast 5,000 person and you can jump out of a helicopter into a garbage truck onto a, a submarine, it's just kind of like, there's no, there's no suspense at all. Like they're just always going to win. Vin so, Diesel, Jer- Vin, Vin Diesel Vin wrote Diesel. that down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> somewhere Vin Diesel heard you say that and was like, that's a great idea. We're doing that next. <laughs> Pat, patent pending family. <laughs> <laughs> next question. Uh, more of a statement at Ray, almighty Ray race. The Canis, our pal. Now mission impossible. I watch it. And that just straight up fucks. Sounds like another buzzsaw to me. So he thinks you're going to be uh, eating uh, the wrong end of a wood chipper. Uh, at Lord Snurts, here's my question. Uh, Mission Impossible, the film franchise that secretly tracks laptop advances across decades. Would you feel safe storing explosive uh, gum in your pocket with foil only? <laughs> I, I uh, No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, do that. Um, you know, one other thing. Sorry, I, the one other plot point that I thought was kind of hilarious is that they go through all this trouble for for Max. I think her name was to yes. get this disc and they and she gets it and then she just <laughs> like hangs on to it and, and waits for for Ethan to show up. And he's like, uh, have you looked at it yet? And she's like, no, we'll get to it. You know, we've gone through all this pain and expense of getting this and then it's like no we'll do that later anyway sorry Fair. keep with the questions yeah shiny new toy can't be bothered now i'm gonna <laughs> enjoy my channel ride yeah exactly <laughs> uh is that all for ask a gutter yeah it wasn't that a lot of more other questions for batman but okay yeah i feel uh, that, like the batman batman was gonna draw some more questions yeah <laughs> so that's it for ask a gutter so you got off flight. Kevin, you know me, and you know how I do. I tell you what, me and JL Calvin probably have to be the two biggest Tom Cruise action fans. So let me take this motherfucker first. Go for it. Before we do, let's talk about our favorite sponsor right now, Athletic Greens. Just had some not even 30 minutes ago with a little dinner. Athletic Greens, you know them. We talk about them all the time. We love them. Why? We take them every day to improve gut health. Keto-friendly. 
vegan, dairy-free, paleo, less than a gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, no artificial anything while tasting good. And that is Kevin Israel's favorite reason why he loves Athletic Greens. Is that correct? Mm-mm. Yeah, supplements typically taste like crap. Athletic Greens actually taste good and they work. So, I mean, that's it. What more do you need? Tastes good and it's effective. Guys, tax season is here. If you don't owe money, well, guess what? Use that tax refund because Athletic Greens cost less, less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your coffee habit. 7000 five-star reviews and of course don't forget don't try don't try making your own supplements at home because the creator of athletic greens tried you know finding all these supplements and making this on his own cost him a hundred dollars a day to do it you're getting it for less than three dollars a day and also they're charitable athletic greens in 2020 donated over 1.2 million meals to kids in 2020 so great product and they're charitable, what can go wrong? Nothing, because you know why? They're giving you five free travel packs with your first purchase and a year's supply of immune-supporting vitamin D when you go to athleticgreens.com slash GTSC. That's athleticgreens.com slash GTSC. Notes. The Impo- Mission Impossible movies love using masks in every installment. I would love to be able to use masks on an everyday situation. For example, one day I would dress up as a record executive and tell Cardi B she's getting a, a five record contract for $500 million apiece. But then surprise, I suck her into a remedial English course instead. <laughs> Her, her language and linguistic skills are worse, worse than Revenge of the Nerds 2 and Caddyshack 2, just to give you an idea. <laughs> is this the last movie Emilio Estevez has been in? Uh, I miss him dearly. We need men at work, too, is what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Jim Phelps' wife, I know you thought this, is a hybrid of a poor man's Angelina Jolie and Claire Forlani. Hmm. I knew it. I knew we get a nod or two. <laughs> Emilio Estevez couldn't lay down when he's going to have before he met his impending doom. Instead of say ah for an <laughs> for an entree of spikes in the above the elevator, did we, couldn't you pretend to lay down instead of stand there like Austin, <laughs> like the garden Austin Powers when the fucking uh, steamroller came at him at two and a half miles an hour? <laughs> Jesus Christ! No one bought that. Did you buy that she was sorry to go back, but no, sure. to, don't say it. Don't say it. Oh, <laughs> all say right. It. Never mind. <laughs> you know, I'm going to get to it or Kevin wants to get to it. He's going to get excited. <laughs> two people, two people survive after still standing after being stabbed. They must have the strongest cores I've ever seen in human beings ever. I would love to blow up a restaurant as I make my exit from it. $35 for rigatoni, vodka sauce, and scallops. No need to do a one-star Yelp review. Kaboom! (laughs) Remember how novel an idea it was to send an email in the mid to late 90s? Fancy animation and shit. (laughs) I can do it while taking a dump. Yeah, I love that the animation was a letter, like, being sent. Like, now if a kid saw that, they'd be like, what is that supposed to? How does that? What is that thing even? And why did it take two and a half minutes to do it? (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember? I've seen hackers. It's a guilty pleasure. 
when they're talking about um, Angelina Jolie's computer and they go, she got the new computer. It's now a 28.8 modem. I go, oh my God. <laughs> I've seen a K car go faster in reverse. <laughs> Ving Rhames looks the same now as he does 25 years ago. The motherfucker does not age. And boy, who oh, sure doesn't. How great of an idea is it to have a fountain pen squirt a laxative or something into uh, someone next to you's drink? Uh, next chatty asshole at a corporate America meeting is going to suddenly duck walk away very quickly if he's too verbose. When it's uh, anything else part of the meeting? No, shut the fuck up so we can go. <laughs> Shit at all you want to. I love when they lower him to that in that computer room. That is iconic and the centerpiece of this film. Perfect tension, well executed. Nothing like having to ru- having to rush through three levels, three levels of security just to go spray some diarrhea into a work bathroom. So <laughs> by, by, that, by that logic, taking a job at the White House or Pentagon is not in my near future. <laughs> did you see how easily Tom Cruise did make that disc disappear? And that, by the way, that was not, those were not camera tricks. That was all legit slate of hand. No wonder he had us fooled with his alleged sexuality. Could you imagine whoever he was dating at that point? He just had to keep doing that trick and be like, is this good, babe? Get it? Get it? And she's like, all right, you did it. I think it was was Nicole Kidman he was married to then. (laughs) All right, you did it. Leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) And stop beating off to Playgirl magazine. Those are mine. (laughs) Allegedly. Yeah. Uh, this is the franchise that jumpstarts my Tom Cruise is the best action here in the last 25 years argument. Say what you want to do about this film, but the motherfucker got everything from this and this alone. The helicopter scene in the channel is pure fuckery. Riding the shockwaves to land on the back of the train. Stop it. I will let a lot of bullshit slide, but get the fuck out of here. This is ridiculous. I don't have many notes on this film. This is one of the few, few exceptions to the rule. And I got to really go back and think about this. Where the sequels are better than the first, Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, and Fallout blow this film away. This film is fine. It's fine. It does not pass the remote test. Of course, uh, Dan, that's if you ever stumble upon it at any point of the film on cable or whatever, and you drop the remote and go, yep, I'm good for the next half hour, hour, whatever left. Yeah. This is the second or third worst in, worst I use in quotes, in the series, some people say two is the worst because of the John Woo getting all John Woo. And yes, he does have doves fly out in Mission Impossible 2. I shit you not. Uh, this film is enjoyable, but not memorable. I will watch the shit out of four, five, and six any day of the week. One, uh, not so much. Six out of ten. It's fine. Kevin Israel, the floor is yours. Damn, I'm, su- I'm surprised and aroused. That was that was that was ex- that was an exciting turn of events. I knew I, I people were gonna go. You love it, don't you? I'm like, oh, not this one. One and three are not my favorites. I will and two is all right. Oh, well, yes. I was I was saying to uh, to Dan during the technical difficulties that uh, that I was like, I've heard Kevin talk about the franchise, but and I think I know where he's gonna go, but I'm not sure. Um, okay, the plot of this movie: a guy's framed for something. He has to prove he didn't do it. That's the entire plot of the movie. That's it. That's all you need to know. 
the movie gets very complicated or tries to get very complicated. Just a guy trying to prove his innocence. It's been done a thousand times. The characters in this movie, Ethan, cocky, good looking, wears a leather jacket. <laughs> Basically, he's Maverick. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and he has an uncle and a mother. That's all you know about Ethan. <laughs> Jim, he's the bad guy. If you didn't see Jim was the bad guy from the minute they showed him, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you. <laughs> Clearly the bad guy. And he's married to a woman who's way too hot and way too young. And their entire relation, the idea of their relationship creeped me out. And nobody, there was like, like that was, he made, Tom Cruise makes a joke about the coffee and not about Jim being married to a woman <laughs> half his age and five points out of his league. That was, they could have at least acknowledged the ridiculousness of that relationship. By the way, they did cut out a scene where Cruz and uh, whatever her name is, Emmanuel, blah, 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 had a love scene or something, and they cut it out. They go, ah, no, they just wanted it out. Yeah. But supposedly Tom Cruise was going uh, to bang her in the, in the original cut. So, yeah, I, well, and there was that moment where yeah. she like touches his face and then and it was like, what? what? Yeah. So, I, so at least the, they should have kept it in because at least that would have. Been yeah. the payoff. She, she went kidding. all she she went all face off on it with the hand caressing the face. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, she didn't seem at any point in this movie at all upset that her husband like got shot on a bridge and fell into the water. Well, because she knew he didn't. She, you know, she was under on it. Terrible actress. But, yeah. but <laughs> that's another point that I forgot to bring up, which is that. Ethan seems to miss a lot of fucking oh, he's an idiot. clues. <laughs> he gets better by part four in this franchise, guys. He's a very good detective in part four. Not a very five, good detective six. in this one. In seven, Look, yeah. Continuing with the characters, Ving Rhames, Luther. He's big, strong, imposing, and he's a hacker. The big, the big, strong guy is a hacker. That was, I hate in movies when they have these, like, and I, I, I was just talking about this with somebody. When they introduce this physically imposing person, and at no point does that come into any any play in the movie. Like he should have he should have beat somebody up or threatened somebody. No, he was the hacker. And in, this was in the nineties. Wait, 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 one, hacking- second. One, one second. Do you remember in Bad Boys Three they had the same exact thing yes! happen? Yes, yes, yeah. it was the same exact thing. But at least they acknowledged there. At least Will Smith's character was like, "Oh, yeah. you're." The, it was like surprise. Like I respected that because they acknowledged that he looked different and you also this don't was like, please don't forget hugh jackman in swordfish not huge but still right, cut up right 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 he's right, a lot big, right. he's 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 built better than any asshole who hacks a computer and works at hot topic by day right <laughs> and that and that and that brings my point the 90s were so great because you just had to be like oh he's a hacker and it was like what does that mean he's like ah computer stuff and you were like okay and whatever whatever a hacker needed to do they could do just because we had no all we wanted to do was pull up pictures of naked people anything more advanced than that was hacking and franz franz whatever his name is he's french and he's the bad guy if you thought franz was going to end up not being the bad guy you were as big an idiot as not seeing that Jim was also a bad guy. He's clearly bad. Every time they, 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 they show Franz on film, on camera, he looks like he's about to do something bad. Like he looks, yeah, he right. just, he has that look. Okay. Now this movie is unnecessarily confusing and there's so much confusing that then confuses what you were trying to figure out. And, and Dan, you covered one of the big things, the knock list. There was no, consequences to the knock list at least if they showed like a spy getting killed because they discovered the knock list or like how it could have screwed up the international politics there was nothing there was just this list and it takes you halfway through the movie to find out that what 
that that meant um, non-official cover. And then they never really even explain what that is. You just have to go, oh, this it's just a MacGuffin. It's just the thing. Mm-hmm. You, just, you just care about it. Why? I don't know. Yep. Why did why did Tom Cruise actually put on a makeup and a mask to play the senator when he didn't have to do that for anyone else? They could have literally gotten any old guy to be the senator, but instead they put the horrible makeup on Cruise to make him look like an old guy. But the masks are supposed to be so good that you actually look like like yeah. it just it didn't make sense because the whole time I was just like that's obviously Tom Cruise. It looks like he's wearing mass uh, wax on his face that's melting off. Like that was the way. And Didn't and I, what's that? I'm sorry, uh, did were you as confused as I was when in the scene where Tom Cruise is watching the real senator to like study him so that he can impersonate him? That was Tom Cruise in right. the video. Yes, yeah. they now, say I that got, too. I got really confused that. Wait, is he watching himself? Like it was so obviously him. There was a, there was a lot there was a lot of that. The narrative in this movie was was really hard to follow. So, okay, so that so that was the mask, and the and the and the mask in this movie it's like Deuce Ex Maskina, like <laughs> like it just it, it, like whatever you need the mask is gonna do for you. Don't ask any questions. It was like the mask. It was like that mask in Total Recall. That like, yes. Don't don't ask any questions. It just works. Just leave it alone. Two and, and weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the gum, the exploding gum. How'd the gum work? How does it work? Does it work by impact? Does it work by heat? Does it work by just Tom Cruise's will and smile? What makes the <laughs> the gum explode? I have an answer. I have an answer. Of course you do. It was blessed by the Scientology Church. That's how it works. That would, uh, you know what? I would take that as an explanation. <laughs> that would at least is something. Then there's then there's the message board. He's he starts emailing through, which you just you you covered that. You you were you were spot on, and that was everything that I wanted to say about it. So then he's he's at he's he's having drinks with Jim, who just showed up after having been shot. And he has the realization that it was Jim, that Jim did this. But Jim is telling him that it was Kittrick who was actually the mole. But but Tom Cruise has this realization. And I got to tell you, maybe I just wasn't paying attention enough. But at one point, Cruise goes, but why, Jim? And I thought he was saying that because he realized it was Jim. And now it was it was out in the open. And so for the rest of the movie, I thought Cruise, and even Cruise did. But I thought it was understood between the two of them that Cruise knew. And that scene played out so badly, that conversation and that explanation and his realization, it was all so messy and it was supposed to be confusing and surprising. And it was none of those things because it was just like information soup thrown at you. And it was like, you figure it out, viewer. And if you don't get it, it's because you're stupid because it's a spy movie and we're smart. And it, oh God, it, 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 it just, it pissed me off so bad. Can I add one thing to that conversation? Uh, when he's lamenting his his state of affairs, when Jim is like, oh, you know, they, they just throw you to the curb and you're just stuck in this this terrible marriage. You know, going back to how unbelievably hot his wife was again, Ethan, like, really, you're buying this that he's like right. upset now he's stuck with his wife. <laughs> it's like gorgeous supermodel. It's like what? <laughs> I mean, Sorry. you couldn't figure out the way she looked longingly at fucking Tom Cruise at, you know, maybe this dick's not getting it done anymore. <laughs> maybe. maybe it needs a Tom Cruise mask. 
<laughs> back, back. <laughs> yeah, back to- she, she puts on a mask like George Clooney and he comes out, aha, I'm John Voight. <laughs> <laughs> back, to, back to some deuce ex machina. The video glasses. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's no explanation behind them. They have the things on the watches. They have the things on the glasses. He suddenly just puts the glasses on, shows it's John Voight. The guy happens to look at his phone at that moment and goes, oh, and then everything, and that's it. The, the whole the whole jig is up. It's all been bought. He he blew the top off of this. And I was like, that's it. That was the whole thing. And like, it's like he rips his mask off and it's John and he's not John Voight. And then John Voight walks out. And I was just like, go fuck yourself. Really? Like this whole thing. Like, that's just like I, if Cruz, he just should have been like, this is fucking ridiculous. Then Voight or Jim kills his wife. And I guess he that, you know, the marriage was all a sham, but nobody ever realized that he doesn't give a shit that he killed her. There's no moment there where that's like where it's either like, oh, fuck yourself. Oh, fuck you. Or like, how could you do that? Like, it's just she she gets shot and dies and that's it. There's yeah. no like, fuck that. Ca- Every character just kind of gets killed and it's like, ah, fuck them. They didn't matter. Let's just get to the point of this movie. You just want to see the helicopter almost eat Tom Cruise. That's what you're waiting for. And we're getting there. Relax. Uh, this movie has three action scenes in it. It has the break-in, it has the fish tank that explodes, and then it has the train helicopter scene. The train scene was kind of cool, but then we saw them do it again in The Wolverine, which, while not a great movie, the train scene was much better than this. The And the, the helicopter flying through the, the, the tunnel is just batshit crazy. Like, right. Like, he's not even sweating well. Like, at least if it made it look hard. Do you know yeah. how impossible that would be? <laughs> but he, and he's just like, do, do, do. And then he's able to, like, control the rotors to the point. They should have at least made it, made it, made a big deal out of how good of a pilot he was. They're just like, he's a helicopter pilot. Okay. Cause any helicopter pilot can do that shit, right? Wait, one point I forgot to bring up. One point, one point, one point. Remember when he's chasing fucking John Voight on the top of the train and Cruz is, Oh, the jacket's in the way. And he takes the jacket and then rips it off and it flies past boy. And then he goes, oh, wait, but Cruz isn't done. He goes, oh, no, no, no. Let me give another clue to let him know that I'm here. In case, in case he goes, that must have been a bird, right? No, 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 no. Let me take my tie off and then throw it up there too. Fuck this tie. What happened to the belt? Why not the belt while we're at it? Why not the change in your fucking pockets or your car key? Fuck it. Let it all fly out. It was... Yeah. Ethan, why are you naked? Yeah. <laughs> it was all holding me back. It was too much wind resistance. Um, and by the way, I feel really bad for the guy who got poisoned and then lost his job. Yeah. He didn't do anything wrong. And then they're like, just make him. He needs to work in a satellite station in Alaska. He's like, fuck you. I just threw up for an hour. And now you're saying, like, I did, your security system sucked. I did my job, douchebag. <laughs> Anyhow, this movie is a basic plot wrapped around an overly, overly complicated narrative full of one-dimensional characters who are all incredibly predictable. None of this was surprising. Every, like, even Max, like, and, and nobody's built up to anything. There's nobody matters. Like, Max is this, I, I, she's British and she's a bad guy who wants to sell. Why? No, nothing's explained. And it's not a matter of, and I say this a lot in this podcast, like, I don't need everything spoon-fed to me. But if you're going to set up something, there needs to be some explanation as to why I should care. Make me care. Uh, and you're right, Dan. A, a twist isn't a twist if there's no foreshadowing. If, the, if you should be able to go back and go, oh, I didn't I see that. I didn't right. see that because they didn't do anything. It's lazy screenwriting. Yeah. It's just going, you missed it. Well, it's a spy movie, dummy. And like, don't, <laughs> like, don't talk down to me because you wrote a shitty script. 
<laughs> this movie does have an maybe two iconic scenes in it. The, the the you're right, Kev. The scene where he drops down when he catches a sweat that's fucking brilliant. It's mm-hmm. such a great moment. And even and I and I, I know what's going to happen, but I still held my breath while it was happening. But the rest of this movie is dog shit. And the <laughs> fact that this and the fact that this led to Tom Cruise being, as Kevin said, the greatest action hero of recent times is bananas. I don't know. I think I've seen the other. I think I've seen all of them Mission Impossibles. None of them stick in my head, and I don't know why. The only thing I remember is is uh, is is Henry Cavill going like this before the fight. Fall, fallout. That was awesome. I love Fallout. And, and that was a great fight in the bathroom. I can't remember any of the other movies. I, I saw this movie in the theater, and then I think I saw it one more time before I rewatched. And I don't remember anything about this movie. I didn't. I had no idea what anything. And that's a bad sign when you can't remember anything. Yeah. This movie. And I'll, I'll have to go back and watch, rewatch the other movies because I'm sure they, like Kev said, they, they've got better. This movie is just crap. It's just crap laid on top of crap with a couple cool scenes. And Tom, this proves that Tom Cruise has the charm and the pure will to carry a shitty movie on his back and fool us all into going, oh, that was a cool movie. That wasn't. It was terrible. It was bad <laughs> writing. It was bad characters. It was bad plot development. And it was, and then it just tells us we're stupid because we didn't get your shitty ass movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll never watch this movie again. And uh, I'm Dana, but I'm glad you made me watch it because now I can tell everybody how bad this movie is. <laughs> I give this movie a three. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Five and a half. <laughs> oh, did you just take it down to a point and a half? Well, you give it a six. I give it a six, yeah. Oh, you give it a six, okay. It's wow. I get I get everything you said. And that's why I said it's like my third. It's in the bottom for sure. It's not, it doesn't hold up. There, there are two good scenes and the cat. Yeah, I, I didn't when I can barely sit there and go, what's what? What? Who? Why? And there, there are no stakes. There's no one set up, no reasoning for anyone to have fear for any of these characters. Yeah. I, and by the I, way, I was I was confused at the end of it. And then I was angry that I was confused because yeah. I was like, I was paying attention. Because some of these movies, when I've seen them a few times, I don't always pay full attention on rewatch. But I was like, I fucking paid attention to this movie. And then I went <laughs> and reread the plot explanation on Wikipedia. And I was like, I that was all there. It was just yeah. told so badly. I, you know, a movie, this, it reminds me of like uh, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Where <laughs> I should be able to. This is a fucking pirate movie. Like, doesn't need to have thirty-seven thousand turns. It makes no. But did you guys laugh out loud as I did when he pulls off the gym mask at the end? Like, where did that come from? Exactly. Where did he have? In the later one, and the in the later ones, they do show them making the mask and getting prepared to use. That's why Thank again, they're, they're, they do that. That is definitely addressed in the later ones. I agree. I tell you, you laughed at that. You know what part I laughed at is when fucking Voight shoots himself with a blanket. He has a blood sponge and he's like falling over the side, like laughing as he falls. I start laughing too. I go, oh Jesus Christ, really? I fell for this before. Oh, Shit. Ethan. Oh, yeah. Ethan. oh, Ethan. Ethan. It was the worst fake orgasm it was ever. So bad. <laughs> and she shoots up right at the, the very beginning when she shoots the guy with the spray to mark him. I go, this guy didn't feel like mist on his neck. Like, what the fuck was that? Someone yeah. spitting on me from the top of the balcony. Yeah. <laughs> five, and a, five and a half. Final rating. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. All right. Let's see who those people we love to make fun of every week have to think about this when Kevin is real. Critics, five star reviews. Critics, five star reviews. Critics, five star reviews. Critics, five star reviews. 
The first installment in the popular film franchise set the tone for what would be a consistently exciting series, parentheses, that dopey MI2 aside. And uh, that's it. That's what he said. <laughs> dopey MI2 aside. Okay. <laughs> there are some standout action sequences, and that's what really makes it worth a look back. That's a five-star review? Yeah. Huh? Again, another reason why Fallout is so good. If you thought like the, the train sequence, or forget that. Let's use the, uh, the vault sequence. There are five or six of those A-plus level sequences in Fallout. That's why it's fucking bonkers. Was Jeremy Renner in later Mission Impossibles? He was in Ghost Protocol. He was in one of them. He was in four. And Baldwin was in Is he like a, a super soldier? No. He's, yeah. another, he's another IMF agent. And Baldwin was in a few of them too, by the way. Alec Baldwin. That's and, right, yeah. Didn't shoot huh. a gun. Didn't shoot a gun in Avium. Thank God. Oh, and by the way, that I'm sorry. That was my that was my one last point. Tom Cruise doesn't get into a single fight or suit a shingle. He's the for an action hero, he doesn't kick any ass. And the one fight he gets into, John Voight, an old man, kicks his ass. <laughs> That's the guy I'm rooting for. Or or you or you forgot when he's kind of you know play fighting with John Reno and he pushes his hand with has the knife against the wall. You go wait a minute, I know that knife right. <laughs> <laughs> I love that the guy's got the the uh, pay, the uh, the high tech assassin has one knife. Yeah. It's my lucky <laughs> knife. This is a knife I kill people with. By the way, how is how is arms not on fire for holding a? Let's just say Cruz is a buck sixty five. How how long can you hold someone in the air for without moving them for eh, that long? I mean, I don't give a shit if you're fucking Arnold in his prime. What are you gonna hold him for? And how did forty five like, seconds stuff? max? Police, Kevin. Police. Super fast. Yeah. Remember that? that yeah. And when he's like all of a sudden like, whoop. Oh, that was easy. Well, what, what happened to the noise part? What happened to the noise part where you couldn't make any noise? Toast. Toast. What used to be an IMF team effort turned into another star vehicle for Tom Cruise. That's true. Mission Impossible helps us remind helps remind us why the 90s were such a powerhouse decade for movies. Great movies, excuse me. All right. It's silly, but expertly rendered and ridiculously exhilarating, which is exactly what De Palma does best. I want to ask this guy, what do you mean by rendered? What do you mean? You're just saying a fancy fucking word, asshole. Uh, and what does Brian De Palma do best that's ridiculously exhilarating? We're waiting. <laughs> Critics, one-star reviews. Critics, one-star Credits, one star reviews. The Palmas film has some stunning sequences, but the film so betrayed the spirit of the original TV series by betraying the spirit and integrity of a formerly unimpeachable character that the entire project smelled of cynicism. <laughs> Have at him, boys! <laughs> what a queef. That guy was betrayed. The spirit and the integrity were the truth. You know what's you know, it's, you know what's impeachable? This asshole's opinion. <laughs> Here's my favorite one. Humorless, charmless, and flat. And I say to this guy, much like your mother's ass. <clears throat> wah, wah. It's a mission De Palma shouldn't have chosen to accept. No. Whoop, whoop, there it is. He wrote that and he had a boner the whole time. Yeah. yeah again, another self satisfying smirk where he leaned yeah. back in his chair, cracked his knuckles, <laughs> pushed his keyboard forward and went, ah, 
Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> My mission is done here. <laughs> An incredibly boring and confusing espionage thriller. So inept on so many levels that it could have easily been called the bonfire of the secret agents. I don't know if I would say it was boring. I don't think it was boring. No. No. I- I'll give it that. It kept moving. Starts with a whimper, and you guessed it, self-destructs. Kaflui, there's the other one, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> Those two guys were jerking each other. Oh, <laughs> oh, they were elephant walking all over their one-bedroom apartment in Brooklyn, left and right. Yours was better. No, yours was better. No, yours was better. Uh, oh, was it good? Let's go hold hands and go to an arcade fire concert now. <laughs> Amazon five-star reviews. Amazon five star reviews. Is there a place for time proven methods and principles in today's society? This is the message that is part of the subtext of Mission Impossible. The film deals with a changing world and how people cannot always change with the world around them. Sometimes the decisions have to be made to lead people to new careers, while some people are. Some people are able to adapt to the changing world within their lives. Signed, Dr. Phil's Ghostwriter. What? Words. <laughs> this, is, this is like if Ralph Rig- Wiggum, I got I a degree in American literature. <laughs> Me fail English, that's impossible. Uh. It's important to note that this is a different, this is different in the genre from later films in the MI franchise. They're great too, but they are more action focused and plot focused too. Tom Cruise never fires a gun in this movie, which is a, which is a sign of how much it leads toward the spy slash thriller side and away from the action. If I could, if I could only recommend one Mission Impossible movie. It still might be Fallout, but that's because that movie is so next level good. Anybody who missed this would be doing a disservice to themselves. Wow. Am I doing my, a disservice to myself by not seeing that? Should I, I fa- give it a chance? Fallout is so fucking good. And I'll tell you why. You have to watch it. Let me think of which one it is. The third one. You have, the third one ties in with Fallout. They do have a, uh, they, they cross back with it. Fallout is right. fucking great. I right, love Bob it. Cruise, I'll give you another shot. And three, I don't like three, but three, you can argue, had Philip Seymour Hoffman is a monster villain in this. He's probably uh, one of the best villains, but the plot I fucking hated. And the action was just like, yeah. Tom Cruise may be a whack job in real life, but he's a great actor, does all of his own stunts, which is incredible. He did break his leg. He breaks every bone in every film he does. In Fallout, he was jumping across roofs in Germany, yeah. roofs in Germany, and shattered his ribs. Uh, he in the last why? one too, the new one. Yeah. Why? Why do you think he does that? To make page six, duh. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's crazy. Honestly, I think it's because he's crazy. Right now, as Adam Carolla says, Tom Cruise is running in place and doing push-ups in between takes. That's how much of a fucking perfectionist <laughs> he is. He would be exhausting to be around. Oh, he's, he's always on. Nice. Everyone yeah. says he's the nicest guy in the world. He's always on. Great for young people. Great action without tons of horrible death scenes and graphic language. Signed, Paris Hilton. <laughs> the first of the Tom Cruise trilogy is always the best for one reason. It feels just like the original TV series. 
Plot twist that would make M. Night Shyamalan crap his trousers. Great acting all around, and even the subtle details that previous viewers will likely smack themselves for not seeing or hearing the first time. (laughs) I went on record on our episode of The Sixth Sense. I smelled that shit out in the goddamn theater in 1999. That that was wow. that he was dead. Thank you very much. Did you uh, did you get the crying game? I never saw the crying game. Oh, because I heard about the dicks. I go, that's ah, yeah. okay. And so I, everybody told me about it, and I was like, well, now I don't need to see it. I feel like that's all there was to the movie. <laughs> I uh, Amazon one star reviews. 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 <laughs> it was a beautiful one. Yeah, it was. It's worth watching. I'll take your word for it. I st- <laughs> we get a soundbite. It was a beautiful penis. We'll play that over and over. <laughs> I stopped watching about 15 minutes or so, so I can't speak to the movie as a whole, but what I saw was bad. Just a lot of blatant, <laughs> just a lot of blatant exposition. In 15 minutes, they fucking kill Emilio Estevez and everybody else in 15 minutes. Uh-huh. Jesus Christ. This <laughs> is... Saying things that characters would never realistically say because the audience needs information and the writers can't come up with a subtle way to communicate it. And let's have a little five-second scene where the team teases each other and laughs together because that's supposed to make us care when they are killed, even though we just met these people and there has been no actual character development and no opportunity for the audience to connect. Who wrote this review? Dave Portnoy from Barstool? All right, everybody, 15 minutes. Everybody knows the rules. That's it. an action-packed movie ruined by actor cursing god has anyone ever walked out of a movie saying wow that would have been so much better if they'd have used god's name profanely totally unnecessary i don't know about you fellas i need to hear at least three god damn it otherwise i drop that score a half a point i'm a (laughs) seriously god damn it i agree with you (laughs) I was watching Mission Impossible last night for free, but fell asleep. <laughs> you know where I'm going. I wanted to watch. I wanted to finish watching it. I wanted to finish watching it today. Bad, bad uh, grammar there. But today, now it costs money. Why? I say, welcome to the metaverse, pal. <laughs> Three dollars. <laughs> Uh, next one. Hey, we want to have a credit since we have this for free in Prime. <laughs> Customer service is reading the reviews. I know. <laughs> and last but not least, Tom Cruise makes love with a bullet train and everyone has a rubber mask. F the Mission Impossible series. <laughs> Look, he doesn't help. Hum- go ahead, Kevin. Go ahead. That's like those like describe a movie badly. <laughs> yes. Well, perfect, perfect analogy. He doesn't hump the train like some comics hump the stool, dickhead. By the way, if he hates rubber masks, he's gonna hate the Halloween and Scream franchises big time. <laughs> Kevin Israel, did Dan Bova gut the sacred cow? Yeah, he did. <laughs> Just gonna leave it at that. Wow. I look, I I I yeah, no, I agreed with everything Dan said. Uh, KG lowered his score by half a point. I, yeah, Dan, you did it. Congratulations. Well, you well, did. Thanks. You did. If I lower my score, 
It was, a, it was a nice code cutting on both your part. I'll give you two, uh, some credit as well, Kevin Israel. But yeah, uh, I, I went to this going, wait a minute. I like Mission Impossible. This is good. This is going to be tough. And I go, oh boy, this is the only thing some I wor- say for Mr. Tom Cruise is this movie came out when I, I just graduated college. And I look at myself in this little window of the Zoom call and I'm like, my God, you've aged poorly. But that <laughs> Tom Cruise, man, he still looks good. So I hey, give Man, Dan, maybe it's time for a rubber mask for you from 1996 then. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, in fairness, Tom Cruise has access to all the best GH in the world and plastic surgery. So don't hold it. Don't hold yourself too hard. Well, that's the thing. I do, too. And this is the best. <laughs> I, I guess the good doctors are not up in Westchester. OK, yeah, that's right. That's right. Stop going to stop going to Groupon doctors, you cheap son of a bitch. <laughs> Dan, where can we find you? What are you up to again? Tell the good folks. Uh, I'm over at uh, entrepreneur.com. Please uh, give the old podcast, get a real job, a listen. Maybe these two characters will be on it soon talking about how they uh, run their little gig here. And uh, yeah, it's got all kinds of, I just talked to David Cross, lots of like funny people talking about like the business of what they do. So it's kind of cool. Nice. I think. David Cross. And here we are, Kevin Israel, two chasms in comedy. Yeah, well. (laughs) <laughs> we're working on it aren't we i think we are kevin israel how about yourself what are you up to KevinIsrael.com for upcoming dates check out my album the struggle is real and make sure to leave us a five star rating four star rating what's it how many five five five, five star i couldn't remember how many stars is tops leave us a six star rating fuck it <laughs> six stars uh on your podcast platform of choice and a quick review we love reading your kind words kevin likes to uh likes to highlight them on social media so if you write something nice you might get featured on social media, and that's a win-win for everybody. You bet your ass we will. KevinGoatee.com for the shenanigans. GuttingTheSacredCow.com. And, oh, my God, are we happy to announce we're in the metaverse. We are. And the joke clubhouse or joke – I should probably look that up. And the joke comedy room on the metaverse. Go check it out. Dave Arenas put a cool-ass little thing on the metaverse where you can watch comedy shows in there. So when you're done watching porn with a virtual reality helmet on, you can come check us out. And give us a looky loo. So check us out in the metaverse. And of course, if you want to email us to hang out and advertise on our podcast, gutting the sacred cow at gmail.com or just come on by and say hello. That's the gist. So, Dan, as much as loathsome as we are to give Bill Schultz credit, he does nothing but invite great friends of his to come on over. And uh, everyone has batted a thousand our books. So, uh, yay. Thank you, Bill Schultz. Awesome job, Dan. And uh, uh, you did a fantastic job. And uh, we'll, well thank you. But just the, the, Putting me in the, the Bill Schultz friend pile is, leaves me feeling like I need a shower. Well, but, you should go uh, take a shower like in the crying game. Yeah. But, but, with, your, uh, with, your, with, your, with your pretty penis, too, as you stated. I know all there Beautiful. is This has been a lot of fun. Thank you for uh, forcing me to watch this terrible movie yet again. You chose you it. We didn't, we didn't you force did it you. <laughs> I, love when they, I love when they guests try and pin it on us, Kevin, like, you fucking miss. No, motherfuckers. Yeah. You chose these films. We just uh, acquiesced. You're merely the vehicle. <laughs> oh, by the way, that's joke community on the uh, metaverse. Kevin Goatee for Kevin Israel and Dan Bova. Thank you so much again. We'll see you all next time. Take care. Aloha. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7 Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.